You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another show of Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. I'm Dr. Jeff Werber here on Pet Life Radio, uh, and we want to hear from you. Um, we want your questions. We know you're burning your desire to ask some questions about your pets. Uh, you can reach us a number of ways. You can either call us toll-free at 877-385-8882. You can go ahead and, and chime in right now if you're online. Just start clicking away. I'll be able to see uh, what you're asking. You can also send me a quick email to Dr. Jeff, drjeff at petliferadio.com. And uh, also, you know, to entice you to call in and to get through those nerves, that anxiety that you obviously have about calling in live. We are the only live show here on Pet Life Radio. And I think the only call-in show, actually, where you get to call in and, and hear yourselves and me and, uh, live back and forth and fire away their questions. We are going to be giving thanks to our sponsor, ProSense Pet Products, some freebies. So if you call in, if you just get up the nerve, depending on whether you have a dog or a cat, you let us know and we will send you some free product from ProSense. It'll give you some ideas, some choices, and you, uh, after you're on, on live, we'll uh, have you leave us your information and we will send you out free products from ProSense Pet Products. That'll be great. So at least now you have reason to call in because not only are you saving money by listening to me and asking questions, you'll actually, in a sense, make money because you're going to get something for free. And that's always a good thing. So while you're getting the courage, I want to uh, kind of, first of all, let's talk about the heat. I am here in Los Angeles and I've actually spoken to a friend of mine in Chicago and I know it is starting to get really hot around here. And I'm telling you, this morning... By the time I left home, like at 8.30, it was already probably close to 80 degrees. It, it's, and right now, it's, I, I think it's, it's close to 100 out there, probably 95. So people ask all the time, what is the longest you can keep your dog, for example, outside? And the answer is, there, I mean, feasibly, as long as you take certain precautions, you can leave them out all day. What are the precautions? They need plenty of access to fresh water all day. You do not want to fill up a water bowl and stick it in the hot sun. And within a few hours, they're drinking hot water. So uh, if they're going to be outside, you have to come up with a way to either start the day with like a big block of ice in the bowl. You can get one of those Lixit, these little attachments to a faucet where they're getting fresh water. You can come up with, uh, oh, one thing, I saw a great, great idea once. You know, a lot of times, one of my dogs, my puppy, I still call him a puppy, he's about a year and four months old, my crazy, insane yellow lab uh, named Tommy. Well, he wants to play for him. A water bowl or a food bowl is a toy. So quickly, it's upside down. Obviously, when it turns upside down, there goes the water. So you need to come up with a way to, if you need to, to anchor the bowl into or onto the, the ground. I saw a great, great idea. Basically, you got to picture this. You take like a bunt cake pan. So, you know, it's that pan that's got the, uh, the, the circular, you know, uh, bun cake part in the middle. And in the center... Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Could you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, okay. And who's this? My name is Sean. Hello, Sean. What can I do for you? Well, I have a question about my cat. I have a cat okay. that's about... My cat is about two years old, and uh -huh. she's an indoor cat. And she's been in heat a couple of times. 
how important is it to have my cat spayed, even though she's not an outdoor cat? Okay, great question. First of all, it depends where you live. Interestingly, Sean, there are some municipalities, including here in, in Los Angeles, that it is no longer our choice. It's become like a rule. I mean, if you wanted to not spay or neuter your dog or cat, you have to apply for a uh-huh. license, a breeding license, which is extremely expensive. And they do that purposely. Okay. I mean, to register a license an animal that is fixed, neutered, I think it's like $15. But if you want to register them not spayed or neutered, it's like $400. Uh-huh. It's, it's insane. Oh, my goodness. So cats are what we call seasonally polyesterous, which means that they only cycle during the spring and summer. It happens, it has a lot to do with day length. And okay. But during spring and summer, during the spring and summer cycle, they can come into heat every 21 days. So truly, okay. if they're not bred, that's why, you know, in answer to your question is, boy, it seems like she's coming into heat like crazy. She is. If she's not bred mm-hmm. within that season, it'll go through a quick cycle, and then sure enough, uh, a week, two weeks later, she's back on track again. So that explains why so many cycles. Now, if you have an indoor cat and mm-hmm. she is not, you're not taking her to cat shows, you're not a member of the Cat Fanciers Association, you're not making any money by having her as a pet, all right? Mm-hmm. Then right. you want to do what's best for her. And truly what's best for her is to have her fixed. You eliminate a lot of female problems in dogs and cats when they're fixed. And as I said, the only benefit, the only benefit to not doing it is if you in fact do have a prized breeding female where, you know, her kittens are going to be worth uh, a lot of money. And okay. you want to put her through that stress of, of having the litters once every, you know, once a year, whatever it is. But short right. of that, if you really want to do what's best for her, mm-hmm. I would recommend getting her fixed. And plus for you, it'll be easy because you won't have to deal with that strange behavior. You know, you touch her on the rump during season, her butt's going up in the air. She's yeah, become exactly. real lovely. She's, she's yeah. arching her back and she's, Absolutely. You know, she's turning and crying. I'm like, she's, oh, you poor thing. She's getting all lovey-dovey with you, and uh, yes. and that's uh, that's kind of what we're seeing. So my vote, and I have six cats, so I do practice what I preach. I have six mm-hmm. cats. They're all fixed, and they're all indoors, okay. and it's wonderful okay. not to have to worry about that kind of stuff. So, okay, well, thank you very much. Thank you. And leave information oh. with uh, the uh, studio here, and we'll get a little uh, little kitty gift out to you from ProSense okay, Pet that's Products. Awesome. Okay, okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for calling in, Sean. Thank you. So, you see how easy that was, everybody? Pick up the phone, dial 877-385-8882, and we can put you in touch with us and also get a little uh, a free gift out of it. So, anyway, so we were talking about a way, a clever way to lock down a water doll. So, you, you take that bun pan. You know the bun pans? They have that hole coming up the center. So, you can buy like an, a one-inch to one-and-a-half-inch diameter, like a wooden pole, a little dowel. And you can bang it into the ground, leaving about maybe a foot to a foot and a half above the ground. You fill the bunt pan with some ice cubes and water, and then you set it over this wooden dowel that's coming up out of the ground. And now it is basically anchored. It is tip-proof. There's no way the dog can tip this thing over unless they're clever enough to figure out how to raise it back up that foot, foot and a half above the ground to take it off that dowel that you have you know, sort of anchored into the ground. So that's a great suggestion. Another thing that these dogs need if they're going to be outside is shade. Shade is just of utmost importance. So when one asks how long can a dog be outside in the heat, the answer is all day as long as 
they have relief from the hot sun. And that means they have to be well hydrated, so fresh water all day, and they need to be able to hide from the sun, preferably a nice shaded spot, whether it's under a tree or depending on the direction of the sun. In my yard, we have the way the sun kind of rises and sets, our garage acts as a great shade over the backyard, so the dogs can stay out there. And um, of course, if you are home with them and you want to bring them in the house, that's great. If you have air conditioning, that's even better. If you have a pool, that's even more better, because then if you have dogs like mine, and I have three of my five dogs. I have the two Labradors and the Labradoodle, and they go nuts in a pool. So, uh, so you know, if you have something like that, and you can get, to, get them to a pool or water, then that's great. But again, some other basic precautions in the heat, in addition to making sure they have fresh water. If you're going to go hiking, and you know, again, we've talked about this before, it's a fantastic time of year to get out there with your pets. You do not want to hike or take them for a run or go to the park in the middle of the day. This is something you want to reserve for nice and early in the morning or much later in the afternoon. I have seen far too many cases of heat stroke, which is often deadly because people were not cautious. They weren't careful and they took their pets outside and did some running, went to the park, started tossing that frisbee or the tennis ball during the, the heat of the day. And just remember also that those poor pads need to callous up and firm up a little bit before you start doing heavy-duty running anyway, even early in the morning or late in the evening. So, um, you know, you want to, if it's something you haven't done in a while, make sure you start slowly. And one last precaution, which I'm going to say until uh, till it drives me nuts, but it doesn't really ever drive me nuts because I know how serious it is, do not ever leave your pets alone in a car, even in the shade, even with the windows up, because you'd be amazed how hot and how fast it can get hot in the sunshine. It is unbelievable. So that's just a, a major precaution. I want you to be very, very, very careful. So while more of you like Sean are getting the, mustering up the courage to not only call, but get a, get a free gift from ProSense, uh, I want to get through some questions that we got during the week. And one of them is a question about food and the uh, importance of Oh, God, as she put it, is how good is raw food? Should she switch? Because she's hearing a lot about raw food diets. And uh, admittedly, there are a lot of raw food diets on the market. I would not change. I am not a huge fan. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. There was a, a caller that came in. But something that if your dog is eating something and enjoying it and doing well with it, then I think there's no need to switch. So don't change just for the sake of changing. If you're going to switch, you're going to switch because of of good reason because there's a problem with the food because there might be an allergy, uh, a stool problem, the coat's dull and dry, etc. But if everything is good, don't change. And if you're going to feed a raw food diet, make sure to check that something has been done in the processing that has killed off the bacteria. Remember, our domesticated pets do not have the same gut flora that our non-domesticated ancestors had from hundreds of years earlier or probably even thousands of years. So people have this misconception that if you're feeding organic food, then the organic portion of the food is that which mitigates the signs of allergy. That's not true. When a dog is allergic to a food, they're allergic to the protein. That protein, regardless of the worst thing on earth that you get from a fast food restaurant that's been deep fried, or whether it is a store-bought, or from the fancy health food store that is organic, it's still antigenically the same. So don't kid yourself into thinking that because you spent all this extra money on organic poultry, organic chicken, 
it's not going to cause allergies in your pet. If your dog's allergic to chicken, it's going to be allergic no matter how it comes. So keep that in mind. Anyway, we uh, are going to break for a quick commercial break. Again, I want to thank our sponsors, ProSense Pet Products, uh, available at your mass retailers. These are our products that are developed with you in mind, your pets in mind. It is at veterinary quality, available to you at a far reduced cost at your mass retailers. Find it at your Walmart, at your Walgreens, at your Target, at your Kroger, etc. ProSense Pet Products. We'll be back in just a minute. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Dog Shelter Blues, the new novel by Mark Conkling. This hard-hitting story lights up the world of animal rescue with engaging characters and their pets. Struggling with their own internal demons as they attempt to rescue innocent creatures that sometimes bring a mysterious transforming power to broken lives. Read the first chapter of Dog Shelter Blues free at dogshelterblues.com. Then come along a breathtaking journey that ends with an astonishing triumph of good over evil. Order your copy of Dog Shelter Blues today. Available at amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. Your dog digs a hole under your fence. And the next thing you know... Protect your pets with Dig Defense, the amazing new product that keeps your pets in the yard. Dig Defense is safe, fast, and easy. Each unit is made from 4-gauge galvanized American steel and can be used for repairing digouts, filling gaps, or to hold fences down so pets can't get under them. Dig Defense provides peace of mind that your pets are contained humanely and safely. Visit digdefense.com today. D-I-G-D-E-F-E-N-C-E.com. Are you crazy about cats? If so, check out The World is Your Litter Box, Deluxe Edition. This clever how-to manual for cats, written by a cat named Quasi, contains more laughs than should be allowable in one book, and is poignantly underscored by the combative yet loving relationship between Quasi and his human. The World is Your Litter Box, Deluxe Edition, is guaranteed to have you laughing your tail off. So, treat yourself to a copy today. Available from Amazon. Hi, I'm Lisa Smith-Putnam, the host of the new and exciting show, Your Pets, My Dogs, here on Pet Life Radio. Your Pets, My Dogs will feature celebrity interviews, we'll talk to everyday pet owners, and more. Listen, I am here to entertain you each and every week, right here on Pet Life Radio. Again, that's Your Pets, My Dogs. I'm your host, Lisa Smith Putnam. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> So welcome back to Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. I'm your host, Dr. Jeff Werber, here with you till the end of this very quick moving half hour. And uh, once again, we are offering free to our callers one of our ProSense pet products. So don't be bashful. If you have a dog, if you have a cat, you want some free products, give us a call here at PetLifeRadio.com, 877-385-8882. Or you can go ahead and email me, drjeff, Dr. Jeff, at 
PetLifeRadio.com or just, you know, if you're online and you're on the website right now at Pet Life Radio, just start typing away your question and we will see it, we will answer, and you will get a free ProSense pet product. Um, so I had a, a caller um, wrote in a question, wants to know, what can she start thinking about? She has an elderly dog and the dog spends much of the day lying around. And wants to know, could this lack of energy be a problem? And, you know, there are some many, many things that um, could be causing this lying around. Number one, we just finished talking about heat. In, you know, a very hot day, dogs are going to take it easy. Let's face it, some of them are smarter than we are. And they know in the heat, they need to conserve their energy and they're going to kind of chill out a little bit. There are some disease conditions we have to worry about. Heartworm disease uh, definitely can cause some exercise intolerance. Heart disease can cause some exercise intolerance, any kind of liver disease, diabetes, and also any kind of neuromuscular disease. Dogs with uh, lumbosacral instability, we call cauda equina syndrome. Dogs with hip dysplasia. Dogs with spondylosis, which is a bridging of adjacent vertebrae down the back. Anything that causes a muscle soreness, muscle weakness, can sort of cause some of this lying around, lethargy, chilling out. Uh, if your dog is older, this certainly could be just age-related, then um, I would recommend anyway seeing your veterinarian for a senior physical exam if it hasn't been done yet. And if your dog is younger and starting to exhibit signs like this, even more so, because it's very atypical of young, healthy dogs to behave this way. So I would highly recommend taking your pets into your veterinarian and have them checked out. So we have a caller on the line. Caller, go ahead. You're on with Dr. Jeff. Hi, Dr. Jeff. Hi there. And who's this? Hi, uh, this is Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi. And what can I do for you? I have a question about teeth, dogs. Okay. Other than bringing a dog in to the vet for, you know, hundreds of dollars for teeth cleaning, do you recommend any type of product or any way we can keep the dog's teeth clean? I know you can brush them, but I mean, there's a lot of products on the market, and they all they all say they do, you know. Right. On and, you know, well, I'll tell you what. Does that really work? Yeah. So here's here's what we got. First of all, the answer is yes. There's a lot to do, and even if you do take your pets in for their dental exams and the official cleanings, I want to give you a few precautions, okay? Number one, there are some municipalities that are now banning these groomers from doing these dentistries if they're going to use any type of real metallic equipment. Because in essence, what they're doing is they're practicing veterinary medicine without a license. So you need to make sure that what they're doing is legal. Number two, a study was done by a very prominent veterinary dentist where he followed a number of dogs for three or four years that had been going to these groomers for their dental cleanings. And though at the end of each cleaning, the, their teeth actually looked very good, he also was taking x-rays, dental x-rays. And at the end of the study, three or four years later, the bone destruction in those dogs was dramatic. Why? Wow. Because you can't do a really thorough job getting underneath the pockets, inside the pockets of those gums, doing a thorough cleaning without some form of tranquilization, sedation, etc. So when the veterinary dentist and the veterinarian do advise doing the procedure under anesthesia, they really are doing it for the health of the pet, not because they want to make some more money. Uh, and there are some alternatives. You know, we in my practice do use a sort of a twilight type of sleep, a medication that we can reverse. And as long as the dog is very healthy, 
And as long as we don't have to do any extractions or gum work, we have been very successful being able to use the ultrasonic scaling equipment, the, uh, the Cavitron, they call it, a Rotopro cleaning burr, polishing the teeth with a polishing device, all under this form of sedation. So that's an option. Now, what you can do at home? Brushing teeth, first and foremost. If you can get your dog in the habit of having his teeth or her teeth brushed, you will be miles ahead. And it's really not that hard as long as you start slow. As a matter of fact, Laura, what we're going to do is if you hang on after this uh, call and give your information to Mark in the uh, studio, we will send you out a dental starter kit from ProSense. Oh, cool. and, and you can start learning how to brush a pet's teeth. But you wow. want to start slowly. You start with it's a, it's a flavored toothpaste. You rub a little bit into their teeth and gums. Give a big right. hug and say, oh, my God, you're so good. Hugs, hugs, kiss, kiss. Give a little treat. And each day, you just spend a little more time just with your finger. And then after maybe a week or two, you graduate to a little finger brush. And then ultimately, you can graduate to a toothbrush. The process might wow. take a month, but that's okay because it's better than what you're doing now, which is probably nothing. Just my one dog, she only has about like two teeth that are really uh, – Right, that and, that's, and that's and because – yeah, and then my the, bulldog, the male, has both of his, I think, four, three of his canines are broke off. Right. I don't know how, but they're, well, he's chewing. On, they're, he's probably chewing on fences, on metal, who knows. He's, yeah, he's probably yeah. a, a very active uh, chewer. Hopefully, it's not because of chewing on the mailman, but, uh, but uh, no, so but anyway. They look very clean. They're very clean. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. So I would just, it's a good habit. And for those of you listening, if you have a puppy right. or you have a young dog, start now. Even though it, it, little puppies under six months, they're going to lose all the teeth they have right now. But it's a good idea to get them in the habit. But other things you can do at home. There's water bowl additives that are helpful. There are some antiseptic oral gels that you can find, biotin, um, OxyFresh, uh, sort of things that you can find around that, that you have at a pet store at your vet's office that you can start using to just help condition, control the bacteria population in the mouth that will help cut down on the tartar buildup. So there are plenty of things of, you know, in-home care that you can do that are going to help your pet's teeth. So um, anyway, that's what I'd recommend. All right. right so you. hang tight. Give your information to Mark, and we will send you out a dental starter kit from ProSense. All right. Yeah. Great. Now we have I have a note here that Stacy joined the conversation. Stacy, if you're on and you want to uh, type in a question, go ahead. Or, or if you're on uh, if you're on live, you can go talk to me. So let's see. Oh, so we were talking about some other things that might uh, cause some lethargy in a dog, and so that would be my big ones right there is liver disease, diabetes, bone or joint problems, old age, or major, major spring or summer heat. But do, you know, when your dogs all of a sudden are acting differently, that is their way of telling you something, something that may not be right. So it's very, very important to listen to your dogs. What they're telling you is, I don't feel well, please take me in, have me checked out. And sometimes, yeah, it's interesting that often is the case that dogs don't show early signs of disease. They have been conditioned through the course of survival that if a dog or a cat would actually exhibit outward signs of disease, they in essence now became a sitting duck for a predator. So they have developed, if you will, over their course as they develop is to not show outward signs of disease. So it's part of the master plan. And, um, you know, this is, uh, it's important. It's, it's what's helped them survive. So don't be always expecting to see an issue. And also physiologically, again, I'll use the kidney as a perfect example, that a dog can actually be running on 25% 
of his or her kidneys before you might see any sign of kidney disease. That means the ability for the kidneys to hide their disease and to sort of work overtime that portion that is left, again, for survival, it might be by say one quarter to one third of kidney mass left before you might start seeing a sign of disease. So, um, you know, keep that in mind as well. So anyway, the hour went really fast, uh, the half hour. That's why it went so fast. It was only half hour. Once again, callers, we had Laura, we had Sean. We want to thank you for calling in. We have some free ProSense gifts coming your way. And next week, I'm going to talk about some dangers with the quintessential fun and as we are approaching 4th of July, I think we're going to have the show on 4th of July. So we'll get you to listen. Before you have that 4th of July barbecue, there are some things that you need to know. So I want you to stay tuned next week. You'll have no excuse because you're not going to be at work. So I want you listening to us here at Pet Life Radio. And uh, you'll be able to get a hold of me at 877-385-8882. If you want to send me a question beforehand, please do so at drjeff at petliferadio.com. See you next week. Once again, thanks to ProSense. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.